You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live, Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray on the Toad Hop Network. What's up, everyone? This is the About Last Night show with Brad Williams and, of course, uh, my co-host over there who is, who is barely alive today. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. This is the perfect topic for the About Last Night, but I mean, uh, we have a big show today. Because usually, let me just say, usually my I feel like my voice is pretty, uh, you know... Um, you sound like you've been smoking marbles for the last tw- twenty-seven years Dude, without a like without a break. All right. Like I mean, well, we're we're gonna get into that in one second and why you feel like shit. And uh, so so. What's on today's show? Cliffhanger. What's on today's show? We're gonna talk about why Adam feels like shit, and then we also have a great guest. Uh, Mr. Ben Glebe is here, comedian, uh, podcaster, and uh, you know him from his appearances on Chelsea lately, uh, yep. the Real Wedding Crashers, that hit NBC prank show. Uh, he was profiled on Carson Daly. He's been on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He's consistently featured on NPR Radio, and he has his own podcast. And he was punched out by Brandon something. You were punched out by some guy. Some, some uh, the guy that called Lindsay Lohan a fire crotch. He hit you. Oh, we will find out in a moment. <laughs> okay, Ben's giving me a face. Po- like, move on. <laughs> his podcast, though, you can get uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. The last week on Earth with Ben Glebe. It's one of the best podcasts out there, and I'm not just saying that because he's a good buddy of mine. I fucking listen to it, and there's only a couple podcasts I actually listen to. There you go. Um, and uh, it's they're great to listen to when you're at the gym or you're taking a shit or you're on your <laughs> way back from a three day boat cruise in which you stopped off in Encinitas, Mexico, and saw a guy get blown by two Mexican strippers on stage at a strip club. Called Called wet lips. Are we talking in things specific with you, or are you just pulling facts now? Oh, that was not me, my friend. <laughs> that will never be me. And Wait, so I you applaud didn't... the man who uh, who chose to probably end his marriage by jumping into something like that. But, All right. I mean, come on, man. That's just you know, have your fun. But yeah, you know, first of all, if you're gonna set, the, if you're gonna do that right away before you're getting like the probably months before you're getting married. Karma's mm-hmm. gonna be in effect in some, but let alone two Mexican strippers and in front of a a bunch of dudes. Well, to be fair, they really needed the green cards. Touche. They really needed it, and you know they put they put in a good effort. I mean, hey, was it awesome? Yes. <laughs> Did we all stand up and clap? Maybe. But you know what? <laughs> Regardless. Um, well, 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 we'll talk more about your yes. entire weekend. But uh, I, uh, first so we, of all, b- before we go any further, yes. uh, first of all, thank you guys for listening. We are number three now on the ToadHopNetwork.com. Woo! Woo! Number three. And uh, we're going to be performing together this weekend, the About Last Night show, me and Adam together at the Ontario Improv uh, this Thursday and Sunday. July 5th through the 8th. Tickets yeah. at LaughStub.com. Yeah, or uh, improv.com. I'll be there. Uh, Adam will be there Thursday and Sunday. I'll be there the whole weekend. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. Now, let's get to our esteemed guest. I'm sorry for ignoring you. Uh, ben Glebe. Ben oh, Glebe in studio ben for Glebe. the first time ever on the About Last Night podcast. First time ever. You've done 11 episodes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I think I'm surprised I'm here this early, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm ecstatic you're here this early. Thank you very much. And uh, I, can I just say one thing? Yes. I don't know how much you guys know about immigration law, mm-hmm. <laughs> but... You do not get a green card for blowing a guy in your own country. I was going to call what? Brad's bluff on that. Yeah. But I call bullshit because, well. I mean, that, 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 that's how I got in. That's how you got in? I was born in Germany, 
and then that's how I got in. You just blew a guy in Mexico, right? And they they they, they shipped me in. they shipped me to Mexico. They said the donkey's busy, but a midget will do. And then I came wow. in, and, that, and that's how I got my green so we card. We really do have a porous border. <laughs> Our border needs to be closed up because yeah, that we're is an amazing what? story. Now Ben Ben Glebe, let me say this about Ben. Ben's the kind of guy where wherever you go, in, if you're in Hollywood, whatever party you go to, whatever yeah. outing you go to, whatever premiere, if it's held in a basement, if it's held in the biggest <laughs> club ever, Ben's going to be there. <laughs> I have no idea. How do you get invited to all this shit? Every he's, time. He's a well-connected motherfucker. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Well, my twin brother and I help split the territory. We cover the turf <laughs> of this land, and it's great. It's great. My twin, twin brother's also named Ben Glebe, and he's me. That's convenient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That works out. Uh, now, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, man. I know. You know, I just, this is a fun, this is a fun journey life, and I just go where I'm taken and where I'm invited. Are we talking to the twin now, or are we talking to Ben? <laughs> I feel like a little inflection I'd of the like voice change. I'd like to move change. on, because I don't, I don't address that ever. You know what? That's fine. Not something that totally hit with the listeners. Let's move forward to, uh, Ben, why and when you started comedy? Because obviously, your, your profile and your resume on IMDb and Wikipedia is, uh, is long. It's and, so and, long. And, oh it's and it's filled with, with tons of little fancy tidbits. It is, yeah. Uh, here's the thing. When you fuck the person who <laughs> updates IMDb, <laughs> they just add shit. Without even asking you? Without even asking. They just assume you would want to be on that. Yeah, apparently I was on the original Love Boat. All right. Yeah, apparently I That's was... Good. I was Captain Steubing's head buffer. <laughs> so... And not as... I didn't create a space between his head and other people. I would buff his head. You just buff his head. <laughs> yeah. Ch so Chelsea Handler fucked the president of E, you know, and you fucked... The IMDb president. How's that working out? Uh, I, I can't comment on the first part. Right, I don't know sure, what happened. Sure. I don't know what happened part, on the first part. The second part is definitely true. I definitely did fuck my way into IMDb. <laughs> and I'll tell you this much. Um, and by the way, she started dating that man after she had her own show. Just okay. Right I know. Um, I, yeah, I, I listened to the episode of her on the Mark Maron. Mark Maron. That was yeah. a great podcast. It was. I liked that episode a lot. Do you listen as a podcast or do you listen to other podcasts? Barely. I right. listen to Maron sometimes. Nerdist Once in Blue. Is it one of those things where you like similar to where people don't want to watch stand up because they don't want to get influenced yeah. by other things? You don't want to get influenced by other styles of podcasting. Well, no, it's not even so much that I I don't uh, watch a lot of stand up for that reason, and also just because it kind of bores me. It's like it's hard for, as a stand up to watch other comedy because right. you know it's just you know all the tricks. So it's literally like watching a magician set up his trick. It's like oh okay, here we go, and the, guess what the right. punchline is going to be? It's coming right now, and it's probably going to be this or this. Sure. Um, but podcasts is mostly just time thing. I don't have a ton of time to listen to other podcasts, and I also don't give a shit. <laughs> so those are the other reasons. Are you do you um, were telling me out there that it takes you? Because uh, your podcast, you uh, why I love it is because you cover a lot of real current shit that's happening. A lot of you know, polit sometimes it's political heavy. Sometimes yeah. it's just um, current events and what's literally happening. That uh, hence the title last week on Earth. Yeah, as I feel like maybe your podcast would be the last roundup. Of shit that we would that went down before the world ended. That's exactly right. Well, so I try mm. to do with it, and basically, you know, I think that politics is like the most interesting reality show. It's just so much drama all the time. Sure, but it's actually a reality show with consequences. Like, yeah. if the Kardashians do some shit, nobody dies. Nobody. <laughs> Nothing the happens. World they happen. get more right. money. They get more money. That's so what all happens. That happens. Good or bad episode, they get more money, and so it's a reality show with consequences. But people are like bored with it, and the and news coverage is so stuffy. So I've always been interested in politics. So I try to make the week's news events very accessible and I you know I talk a little ghetto about the news and try to make it interesting to people and uh, you know and, we, we, and I have a celebrity guest every other week and uh, yeah so, it's just a lot of fun so, so, so you make complicated issues accessible for the drunk stoner 
college crowd. Exactly. Like it's basically awesome. you take something complicated like like the the the, the, the all the details surrounding immigration and you mm-hmm. turn it into you just get blown by hookers in Mexico. <laughs> and it's that easy sure. to translate it. Now, now now do you have any opinions on this uh, current uh, healthcare thing that 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 just went down? Have you been reading up on it at all? Can yeah. we can we expect stuff on the next podcast? Yes, there will be a full rundown this Wednesday when my new one comes out of the healthcare decision. John Roberts, big decision, good on him to side with the liberals and 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 make sure this thing stayed ratified. But um, I feel bad, honestly, I feel bad for the millions of Republicans out there who are going to have to live in a world now where everybody has healthcare coverage. It's terrible. It's tough. I mean, I it's tried. Tough. I, I never tried to read we'd it. Get here, man. I, I I I tried to read all the details and try to understand it and tried to break it down. All I got from it as is apparently I'm not a midget anymore. Is that right? Yeah, like in the this new, new healthcare yeah, plan. Yeah, the new healthcare law you're says normal, I'm a not a midget. That's lucky for you because yeah. in the new healthcare plan, also midgets are not covered. Oh, well, yeah. I'm glad I'm not yeah, one anymore. You don't even have to, you're the one that wants well, you know, to find. Well, you know, Wait, fuck those midgets. They're, like, they're creepy. Wait, Who no, needs them? I agree. Wait, so they just said, <laughs> totally is agree. it part of like the new roundup policy where they say, all right, you're three nine, you're five feet? Like, yeah, know, yeah, whatever. Like, okay, it's good. It's like an old three fifths of a person situation, kind of like in our old slavery days, right? But they're just going actually on size. Like you are three fifths of a person. It's not even. You can't even argue that. I, I'm like I'm excited because now you know obviously not not a midget. The world the world is my oyster now. But I'm also kind of scared because I literally have to rewrite forty five minutes of stand up comedy now. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I have to Your do whole a, act. I have to do a brand deep. new act because because I'm gonna walk on stage. It's gonna be like it's tough being a dwarf. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just the world knows. is is your oyster now. But just so you know. You still have some midget tendencies because for the rest of us, the world is larger fish. Oh, wow. You're just a little oyster. Wow. I know. I'm the pearl. <laughs> You're the You're pearl. The pearl. <laughs> My heart will go on. Ah. Now, Ben, I, I have to talk I was to you about something. I was looking at you to see how much of the harmony we were going to go. Uh, ben, now, the, the, la- the, the last time I actually saw you, uh, yeah. I'm guessing you're not going to remember this because you were blitzed out of your mind. You went on stage. I was following you at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah. And this was, I think, your holiday oh, yeah. party. Every year. I, I want to say. And you drank more on stage yeah. than I have ever seen anyone, not not just Thanks. on stage, off stage, you. at all times. You so win. You, you, you pounded you. a bottle of something. Well, a bottle and uh, it ends up being almost two bottles, but littler bottles. Like, yeah, I end up pounding a lot of alcohol every Christmas. I teach the crowd how to make a proper eggnog. Yes. And it involves myself getting plastified. <laughs> and, and now, at what point do you <laughs> get... That was my seventh annual. What's that? Holy shit. At what point do you just get so belligerent that you can't even... I mean, is, is there ever... Early. Yeah. So Early there's, the there's, it's not an, it's, there's no real set list of material. You don't no, have, no, no, no. You're not there to be uh, instructional. And, yes. And it always <laughs> starts the same way every time I, I tell the crowd. You don't want to make... You want to make sure there's not too much alcohol in the eggnog. You want to make sure it's not more than two-thirds alcohol. And you pour out two thirds alcohol and a little bit of eggnog, and then you just chug the bottle of alcohol, <laughs> and then you chug the eggnog, and then it goes from there. It's other then you show the other kinds of alcohol that you can drink. The first annual one I ever did is on my MySpace page. If anybody still can go on there, MySpace.com/glebe. G-L-E-I-B. Oh, they can. They can still go there. You can still go there. Will they still go there? It'll probably break your computer. Probably not. Yes. <laughs> and um, what is this shit? And then every year after that, I felt the need to top it. So every year I try to top it somehow. So. Uh, 
three years ago, Ron J- Jeremy came on stage, and I said I wanted to be scored live musically by the world's most famous classically trained pianist. Oh, yeah. And he played live. He's, he really is classically what? trained pianist. And he played fancy piano music while I got plastered on stage. And I got so plastered, I forgot to say at the end of his being on stage, the whole punchline and stuff, that was the whole reason I brought him on there, was to say, that is a famous pianist. I totally forgot to say that. <laughs> you totally did. You totally missed out then, on the, uh, the punch. Yeah. And then the next year, uh, Jeff Ross did it with me and mm-hmm. joined me on stage. And then Craig Robinson did a surprise cameo during the set and he drank with us. Jesus. And so then this year, I didn't know how to top that. So I just bought eggnog for everybody um, yeah. in the crowd. And you started passing around. You had uh, you had toys mm-hmm. that I, you were, you you got like these. Yeah, giveaway toys. Yeah. And not and it's like just during stuff the you show, bought. This was before no, the, during, no during, the set, during his set there and they, they, they earn prizes they they drink eggnog on stage with me it's now what piece of this and this is a good segue into when you were in college you had a show called the glebe show yes it was very popular yes and uh national lampoon no fox ended up buying it for national lampoon and then fox and then both, fox yeah um and that's awesome yeah yeah <laughs> now, yeah. now uh, and well, that show my... became in living color on fox <laughs> who knew no it didn't i wish you ever yeah sp- fox bought it and lauren michaels produced it and then it went away how many elements like what you did do during your holiday stage were a part of that show, or did you Nothing. Ev- you evolved into something like that? Into that's just the holiday special. It's like yeah, how but it's similar still... to the Charlie Brown holiday special to most episodes of Charlie Brown. Sure, but you're still going up there, and you're still expected to have some sort of comedic value to what you're going to do. Oh yeah, so believe you're... me, I I I the I comedic value, and you the comedic t- value was that he lived. Yes, because no one expected that. Right. I, I work in plenty of jokes. Just people just love seeing me plaster and stage trying to do a stand-up act. Yeah, uh, never happening. Now, I yeah. was on Next, mm-hmm. and they had said on that little sheet outside the Hollywood Improv and about the times of the comedians, they said, Ben Glebe, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a mistake. That's, what, that's actually what he did when he, when he read the sign. He stood and went, <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's I not. think I went on about 40 minutes it was at least after 30, you started, at least 30, 30 which, yeah. by the way, I'm not mad because I was just I was sitting there enjoying yeah, the entire you, thing. Thank you. And yeah, that's the one time of year I run the light like crazy. There, 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 there was confetti bombs. Yes. There, yes. there was water guns that yes. you started spraying the audience oh with. God. Get this, that was literally the third date with a, what became a brand new girlfriend, <laughs> and I ended up. And then after you on stage was with Brett Ernst. Yeah. Okay. And Brett Ernst closed the show, and I'm yes. plastered out of my mind in the back of the room. And I, oh, that's so funny. I'm actually wearing the same exact underwear right now that I was wearing that day. You probably haven't washed and the it. Reason, no. And the reason I remember, see, these like nice old school, like swimmer oh, yeah. in the 20s, like red boxer briefs, red striped. And I'm in the back of the improv, plastered, and it's third date. And I say to my date, Do you think it'd be funny? Do you think I should take off my clothes and go on stage with just my boxer shorts? She's like, Okay. <laughs> I'm like, hold my clothes. And I got naked <laughs> yeah, right. just down in my boxer shorts and ran on stage, ambushed Brett Ernst set. And there's what? photographs of me. And what the shirt. fuck did he do? He just, we just ended the set together. We just <laughs> yeah. kind of riffed a little. They, of course. They, they hugged. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of the end of the show, to be honest with you. I know. You're, 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 at, you're asking for details from a guy that drank literally two to like, yeah. three yeah. full yeah. bottles of alcohol. I don't remember the rest of the spectacular because I'm borracho. I got two of those words. Yep. It, 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 it's you so, know, yeah, it's so, it, it just, I mean, and people were, improv staff was walking up to me going, we're, we're sorry, we're getting him off stage. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I just want to, I, I'm, in, I'm completely entertained and by And the this. crowd loves Thank this, you. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I'm self-destructive both in career and life, and I build and I work really hard, and then I just let it crumble on certain days each year just to fucking spin the dice and let it run and let it win. 
We'll roll the wheels till the till the time comes out. Till the wheels come, come off. Till the, the wheels go round. To what it be? Say, say it again. Time. This is Jewaroki, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's about time. Fucking, we get that show on the air. Yeah. Who would host it, by the way? Ju- let's really think about this. Jewaroki, not just, not just a stereo. Not like Andy Kindler. Uh, I, mean, I was going to say. I like say, a Jewish yeah. I, I think Kindler or maybe Nick Kroll. Maybe Joan Rivers. <laughs> there you go. Maybe Dennis Haskins. Dennis Haskins is not Jewish. Dennis no, knows, his, knows his karaoke, though. Oh, he does? Oh, he, uh, I see you're going the karaoke angle on that. Yeah, I'm trying to like mix it up. He, pretty key, though, is a Jewish person for Jew, <laughs> Jew-yoke. <laughs> Anybody can do a karaoke show. Fair enough. But it takes a real Jew. To know, now, ha- now, to know when Hava Nagila starts and stops. Yeah, you have like three song options for that thing. Basically, you have Hava Nagila. Oh, Hanukkah, you, Hanukkah. You have Hanukkah, Hanukkah, Drail Song, or anything from the Neil Diamond catalog. <laughs> And what? What? Hello again. <laughs> Hello. Maybe it's been Jewish. And maybe Dreidel Land. Uh-huh. You know, it's. Um, I, I I thought that this show would go many ways. You didn't, I, you did, didn't, I didn't see Neil Diamond coming. Oh. Oh. You also you shoulda. Did, yeah. <laughs> if you're a good podcast host, you also didn't see this show getting any Jewier than it already is. Right. And I'm just sitting. I'm just sitting Can here I enjoying it. Can I show you this thing on my arm? <laughs> And just tell me, is it okay, or do I need to get this looked at? When I touch it, it turns a little magenta I don't know if that's a normal color to have on your elbow. <laughs> and when I pick at it, it bleeds. <laughs> and that- Do I leave it, or do I keep touching it? Well, well stop picking at it with wow. a scalpel. Well, it's the only way I can get it to stop bleeding. You really need to go back to school. <laughs> me and every other Gentile right now is just going, what are they talking about. I'm hey, so confused. How about you guys learn how to accept us yeah, no and shit. learn how to just listen to words we say and then realize they're just words they're just, just words. like your words. Yeah, it's not fucking Hebrew slang. We don't have clown noses on. Nope. We're not going to put on your 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 Jewish star bada- 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 armbands. Nope. You sons of bitches. <laughs> not today, listen you Listen to you Nazis listening listen right now. Listen to you shit. fucking Nazis listening. Listen to you sons of bitches. bitches. I'll you tell you something. I will fucking do a reverse Holocaust on the rest of the world. I will back him up. Opposite Oscar Schindler, he will be and I won't Oscar save Schindler, any Gentiles. And no Gentiles Don't you will be understand? Saved. Understand You're this. Going fucking you are down. a fucking oh, shit Do you understand me now? Nazi fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like those are like two separate <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Holocaust movies being played over each other. My favorite part of the year is when Gleave does the eggnog thing on stage. It's probably my favorite part of the year. It's the best part of the year. It's the best part. It's also a great part. It's a great part. See, here's, and maybe, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. The Jews, Holocaust, all about the Jews, they killed the deformed first. Where's the midget love with the Holocaust? Where's our museum? The numbers were too small. Yeah, the number, yeah way and too small. And then you had three-fifths, and it's not even, it's even a smaller number. <laughs> but we had stuff. We should at least now, what, get a statue. Wait, you, now, what was the, what was the, the midget genocide that you're referring to? Uh, like, as Wonka the, did fire like 30 He did. We day. were unemployed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were looking for work. The Germans saw us as useless. They didn't see yeah. us how we, how we could be uh, utilizing certain jobs better than you tall folk. I mean, yeah, and, and I don't know if you even heard this, this is in the historical documentary. Uh, the the German guards said to Willy Wonka, they said, Mr. Wonka, please gather up the little people. And then Mr. Wonka turned to all the little people in the land and he said, 
what you're going to do <laughs> is you're going to jump in the river, and it's chocolatey, but you're going to go underwater, and you're not going to come back up until you don't come back up. It's going to be a great time. Yeah, because he, cause he knows midgets can't swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't. Everybody knows that, but that's you guys make great boogie boards. Well, yeah. Is oh, that, yeah. Wait, now, that's, that's not a stereotype. That's a fact. We can't. Uh, I, I can't fucking swim. And you see me. I'm pretty, I'm moderately you're athletic. athletic. You're very athletic. I'm okay. No, you can't got a great swim. Body. You got a great body. Thank you, sir. Big head, fat ass. That doesn't mean swim. That, 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 like, you you know? just described Kim Kardashian. <laughs> well, hopefully she <laughs> hey, can't now, we'll swim We'll be right either. back. <laughs> I'm going to bring your host, Jay, back up here. <laughs> well, hopefully she can't yeah, swim yeah, either, and now we have a solution. I'm going to step on your toes. I know you do a great uh, Jay Leno impression, Adam Ray, but let me tell you something. Now, my next guest here is from Martin C. Please welcome Brad Williams. <laughs> you know what? You know why your Jay is great? Because you got the fucking levels. You Thank go you. up and down like that. Thank you. Ben came and saw me when I did my Jay Leno show at UCB, and we had an extensive, uh, probably the, the some, one of the few extensive Jay Leno conversations that were going on that day mm-hmm. <laughs> on a Sunday at Birds. Sitting with you in full prosthetic chin. In at full Birds. prosthetic chin. Now, <laughs> yeah, my Jay is just more just, just you know all you. <clears throat> Why can't I do it with this voice? Because <laughs> you were because you almost died. It's hard this to weekend. follow my Jay. Just it's so hard know, to follow. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Very look, very intimidating. Remember when I told you your, your your show should have been called. What's that? Should have been called The Tonight Show with Jay Leno with that's, Adam Ray. That's right. Yeah. With Which would have been, I mean, it, it would have been perfect. It would have been great. great. Yours is almost Jiminy Glick now that I listen to it. It's Jiminy Glick meets Yeah, Jay no, Lowe. Jiminy Glick is more like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. It's a very exciting career you have going. I just worked with Martin Short, sort of. Wow, tell that story. That's not even a story, really. I'm part of the cast of the David Feldman radio show and podcast on awesome. KPFK and his podcast. And then he, I've been on it for three weeks, and he had Martin Short come and guest star, do all these sketches with us, and I was not worked into any sketches. So we just, I hung out <laughs> with Martin Short and talked to him, and did go. not get to work with him. There you go. But he's the nicest man in the world. Well, sure, he's Canadian. And gives a wonderful hand job. Oh, oh did you hear about that? Yeah, Martin Short apparently gives a wonderful hand job. <laughs> Especially if you tell him you really like the movie Pure Luck with him and Danny Glover. Now, interesting fact about Danny Glover, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> we got a great show coming uh, up. Bradley Cooper coming up. The greatest thing about Martin Short hand job is the happy ending. <laughs> I think he I th- does get a lot of it, though. <laughs> Yeah. All right, folks, we got a great show right here coming up. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Oh, my God, coming right back. His head's going to pop off one of these days. It is. Because he just keeps going back and forth. You can't bobble that much if you're not an actual bobblehead. That's true. And here's what I don't understand about Leno is the man was one of the best stand-ups of all time. Sure. Hands down, actually. And then he knew how to deliver jokes perfectly, and then he gets to the Tonight Show, and every joke he's told for 20 years, he... Hits a punchline and doesn't stop talking. Yeah, he's like, hey, the punchline's gonna be Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> he's all. He's almost like so scared that it's not gonna get a laugh. Yeah, he's yeah, just like, yeah. let me just keep talking, yeah. and then like, it, it, no matter what, there's gonna be sound there. Maybe yeah. I keep talking. Uh, no, yeah. switch over the Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. He keeps talking, so he fills the gap. Yeah, yeah. Women apparently have been forty-seven percent of women like to have sex after dinner. Yeah, yeah. Sex with Ben and Jerry. You know the ice cream flavor. The ice cream. You go to the grocery store and get a little thing. Yo, you're another. You're probably. I think you're coolest. You've met a lot of celebrities, but um, one of the bonds that connects Ben and I, comedy, uh, herbal, herbal treats, 
and ping pong, which is one of my favorite pastimes of all time. Are yes. we doing a ping pong tangent on yes, this podcast? Yes, we're talking about ping pong. I'm Let's a do it. Ping ponger. Glebe is a huge ping pong. Wow. I fucking love ping pong, and he uh, got to play ping pong with Susan Sarandon. First of mm. all, did you help open that place? At- no, I didn't help open it. I was doing an episode of Chelsea Lately, and... Um, I'd already talked about my ping pong trophies and my ping pong experiences many times on the show before, and I heard that I was going to be on the same episode as Susan Sarandon, who I both admire her career very much and I'm very sexually actress. attracted to. Yep, sure. she's, she's a gorgeous. She's human gorgeous. Being. <laughs> and so, now look at some photos. She's still rocking. No, yeah, exactly. oh, rocking. And so, I was going to be on the same episode with her. So I bring my ping pong trophy, and I show up to the studio with my trophy in hand as Susan Sarandon's arriving, and like twelve producers surround my car, and they're like, Ben. Go straight to your dressing room. Do not show your trophy to Susan Sarandon. <laughs> they knew you She's an Academy Award winning actress. It's a she big get for give us. A fuck. Yes. Please do not show her your trophy or look her in the eye or talk to her. And I'm like, hey, guys, it's no problem. Okay, I don't yeah. think she'd mind. But if you don't want me to, I'm a professional. I will not show my trophy to Susan Sarandon. So I do the show. I talk about ping pong. She goes on, promotes opening for ping pong club that night, which is at the Mondrian until it closed recently. And then the show ends, and Susan Sarandon goes to use the restroom right near my dressing room. She comes out. And I'm standing in the hallway, and she says to me, oh, you're really funny. And I go, you got to see my trophy. And I grab my trophy. <laughs> and go I right to it. To her, and she flips, grabs my arm, drags me down the hall into her dressing room. And it makes Boulderham love to you. God, I wish. Oh, God. <laughs> Made me paint her toenails. God, I wish. And it didn't happen, but she immediately introduced me to all of her entourage there and said, you got to come to the opening of our ping pong club tonight. And so I go, and I thought, I'm just invited as part of a bunch of, you know, there's going to be like a thousand people there. I show up, I see Susan Sarandon, she comes over to me and she's like, she like literally waves me over to her booth. I go over to her and she and I just end up hanging out for the next two, three hours, just hang, just her, her she and I talking. Chelsea showed up, she was like stunned. She was like, what? How did you pull Susan this Sarandon? This is just my friend Susan Sarandon, Chelsea. You, you don't know her? It oh, was awesome. Everyone knows her. I ran into her. Susan Sarandon a couple more times, ran into her in New York at her ping pong club and... We're tight now. But what's really funny, I know the music's playing, you got to go to commercial. Yeah. But um, I got a <laughs> f- phone call one time. I was on tour with Dane, and I got a call from her, and it said, uh, hi, this is Susan Sarandon. I'm like, oh, shit, she's calling me to ask me out. What is it? And it just went, went, went on to say, this is Susan Sarandon, and I'm calling to let you know to please support Prop 78. It was a pre-recorded <laughs> Susan Sarandon. <laughs> you thought she was calling me like, this yes. is my buddy. Uh, we have just scratched the service here on About Last Night with our guest, Ben Glee from Chelsea Laley, Carson Daly, County Central, NBC's Real, real Wedding Crashers and his podcast The Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe. Uh, a lot more coming up. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Frank here for ShoeDazzle.com. Well, not so much for ShoeDazzle.com. I'm here for you, guys. If you're looking to do something special for your lady and you don't really think about it, you go to ShoeDazzle.com and set her up with an account. She goes on and she picks out uh, her style, and ShoeDazzle.com does the shopping for her. They get her own little boutique where they give her shoes every single month, and women love shoes. Us, really not so much. We could care less. But they love them. You'll get super huge points if you just get her an account at ShoeDazzle.com. Hot shoes and accessories personalized to fit her unique style. New products are added regularly, and uh, you only have to buy them if she likes them, which I'm sure she'll like them. But the great thing is, every pair of shoes is only thirty nine ninety five. So this is really a no-brainer because you don't have to think about anything at all. You get her a, an account at ShoeDazzle.com, and you look like a saint the rest of your life. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com by clicking on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, typing in the word Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, and you'll get 20% off. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com. 
If you haven't been listening to App Addicts... Well, I've been using it because been using I, it. I run about 4, 4, 4.2, 4.3 miles, and that's kind of my average run. And I've been able to improve already a minute on my 4.2 mile time. So, and this app helped you, helped you do because that? Because I track it, yeah. Because you track it. And as I'm running, it actually says, and so this is the app NOM, which we've already talked about. NOM? N-O-M? N-O-O-M. N-O-O-N-M. M, yeah. Okay. And, so, and I'll, bring it up, I'll bring it up and I'll show you guys. Yeah, please. But what, what it's actually done is as I'm running, it tells me how fast I've run. So if I'm not running fast enough, every two minutes, it says, oh, you're running 7.6 miles an hour. Oh, you're running 7. Does it say you're running slower or you're getting fatter? Does no, it actually... Can you make it say stuff like in a British accent, like you big fat uh, pig, you? App Addicts, Fridays at 4 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do Nobody. that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com, and you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and uh, I think that's uh, perfect the way you did Those that. were teams in Southern California, but Scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I just had a, I got a Global. Tweet, I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, Scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at Scorebig.com is what you pay. Always less than retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G.com. Proof why well, I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that. Now back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. And we are back with the About Last Night show. Brad Williams, Adam Ray, and our guest, Ben Glebe, who uh, we went down his list of credits before we went to break, but he uh, reminded us of something. The newest yeah. Ice Age film. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Called yeah. Ice Age. Four. Ice Age four. <laughs> Anderson Cooper is gay. Right? That's what it's called? That's not what it's no, called. No, I'm pretty that's sure so that's weird. what it's called. No, I looked it's it up a on IMDb. Movie and they don't talk about sexuality. Nah, they don't? They don't? No, no, it's called Continental Drift. Okay. I mean, Anderson Cooper being gay is a subplot throughout the film, but it's not directly <laughs> well, it pointed out. Now, they just hint at it. Okay. Well, all great Disney movies hint. Well, Disney's true. DreamWorks, sure. Disney. Animated films. Animated films in general. Mary, a lot of people think. Uh, for a long time that Disney was anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, nah, that's not true. But the little hidden things were the Turns sexual they hated, Jews. they hated Jews. But here's how, you know, uh, Mary Poppins, one of my favorite Disney movies, watched it, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, mm-hmm. uh, looked it up, German for fuck the Jews. <laughs> so they hint little things in I there. I did not know that. Yeah, well, now you know. I, wow. Now you know. <laughs> and you know the other song from Mary Poppins? A spoon. There's a headline. A spoon you don't full hear. of sugar no, makes goes, the Jew go no, down no, no. was the original lyric. No, listen to the lyric. He goes, a spoon full of sugar makes the medicine go down. Don't give it to the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> it's in there if you listen closely. And also, there's that they song. They want to give us medicine. And when they're up in the, when they're laughing, you know, I like to laugh. Oh, not with the Jews. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And they say that the chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim charu. A Jew is as lucky. Well, he's not lucky. He's dead. What you're like? Damn! Yeah, fuck! Like, it took that, a dark that turn. One, yeah. That one they hit right on the took nose. A hey, dark yeah. Took a real turn. dark turn. I'm a little more obvious. Uh, the subtle comedies don't really work for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stuff where guys are clever and innuendo. No, I'm just like non-Jews hey, are the don't. ones who who end up taking the dark turn. Right? They want to jump on board. Sure. With a little Jew bashing. Well, and then all of a sudden, uh oh, yeah, that was true. too much, man. It's true. Yeah. Well, because it's kind of like saying the N word. It's like you can't say the N word. Like we're not allowed to say midget, you and I, Adam, because. What? Brad is a midget. We can't ever say midget. You if can't? you want someone can't to say, say midget, it's got to be Brad saying it. You can hold up a card or you can tie him up and force him to say midget. <laughs> yeah, but you and I can't, can't say midget. No, we're not allowed to nope, say it ever. You can say midget. Try to say a midget. Can't, can't say midget. Say it. Say midget. Say yeah, it. midget. It's nope. cool. Don't say Plus, that, Brad. You're not. That. You are one. You can't say if you are one. What? Only we're allowed to say it in a derogatory way to angrily. Midget! <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Good, good, good. I mean, you should be chasing that like after me while you're doing it for a little extra effect. Come on. That's never happened, by the way, right? Right. What? In any, like, no one's ever, because we, we talked about how John Stamos is afraid of midgets. Right, he is. But has anybody ever come at you actually because of being afraid or having a weird hatred? Ooh. There's definitely been fear where people have run away from me. Really? That's happened. Yeah, that's happened. Uh, because people, <laughs> there's actually a fear of midgets out there. It's called microphobia. This is a real phobia. I'm not making this shit up. And uh, people are now coming out to my shows, and they think it's hilarious to bring their friend who has microphobia to my show and then not tell them oh, who, wow. who the comedian is that Holy night. Shit. So I walk on stage, and they don't know that it's me. and They, they just see me walk on stage like, Jesus Christ! And I'm looking around like, I didn't know Tim Tebow was here. <laughs> You're like a, <laughs> like a backwards faith healer. Exactly. Yeah, scare, yeah scare the crap out of them, but you know it's fun. Uh, I want to talk to you about something, Bingley, please, because you are a regular on Chelsea lately. Yes, which in this world of so many avenues for comedians, your Twitters, your podcasts, your your funnier die videos, so many ways to get out there. I found and I've and back me up on this. I think Chelsea lately is the closest thing. It's not nowhere near as close as and or as good as Carson was. But it's that thing that once you're on Chelsea lately as a comedian, her fans mm -hmm. are ridiculously yeah. loyal and yeah. rabid, and they will follow uh, between uh, you, Caparulo, Joe Coy, Natasha Leggero. Yeah. Uh, I think Pretty too, right? Chelsea Pretty? Nope. No, she nope. she wasn't on it. Just the same name, Ross same name, Chelsea. Ross Matthews. Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. lots of hand jobs from from, <laughs> from fans, elderly sometimes or gay dudes. It's I don't great. doubt it, man. Yeah, would you, would you say that it has made some people's careers or, or oh, given yeah. a nice solid absolutely, boost? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Whitney Cummings too. I mean, I think oh, yeah, that's right. gave her like major, major exposure. That 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 it's what helped propel, propel her. Yep. It, I think it's definitely making careers. I don't think it's like you know taking anybody to the very top. Although Whitney's arguably pretty high up there right now. Sure. Um, yeah, um, you're on show on NBC. It and helps. another talk show coming out on E now. And really? Two broke girls. Yeah. Still. Ch Chelsea's studio Jeez. is moving in a couple months to Conan's old studio in Burbank, and Whitney's talk show is going to share the stage with her. Wow. That's some show business insight information. House. Now, yeah. what was the audition process? Like, how did you get on the show? It's got to suck a lot of dick. And here's the thing. <laughs> here's Why the thing about great. sucking dick. Yeah. We'll be right back on About Last Night. <laughs> uh, there was no audition process. Um, I was just asked to be on. I, I knew Chelsea oh, cool. a little bit from the stand-up world, from, mm -hmm. you know, from before she had her shows on E! And um, she actually had me called in. She called me in to audition to be her announcer. 
before okay. the show ever aired. Cool. But then the producers all told me we'd love to have you in the round table, you know, if this doesn't work out. And it didn't work out as the announcer. And then mm-hmm. uh, my manager called a few months later and said, we'd love to have Ben on the round table. They're like, we'd love to have him. And then Michael Cox, the booker, has been booking me ever since. And obviously Chelsea's been asking me to be on. Yeah. For, you know, originally it was every four or five weeks for the first, like, year and a half. And then it's two and a half years since. It's, like, every two to three weeks. Now, when, when, awesome. when you're going out on the road now doing stand-up dates, do you see definitely, like, you've seen the boost sure, from yeah, Chelsea? Oh, yeah. And then it, does it took she, a while. It took a yeah. while. The first couple of years I didn't. Mm-hmm. But then it's starting to really help. Like, I'm not selling out everywhere I go, but at certain clubs now I'm selling out the whole weekend. That's great. And a lot of clubs now at least I'll sell out, like, a couple of the nights and we'll have great awesome. crowds every night. So it's just because really of those cool. appearances, man. And then what's the the preparation process? Like, you guys get your topics, like, a couple hours before? And then yeah. They just get emailed to you, like, around noon. You have to be there at, like, 2 o'clock. So you don't pitch jokes. It's just you have all your shit and you try to... Yeah, you can you can go over them with the booker. I, I go over them a lot of the time with Michael Cox backstage because I like to... I, I write a lot of jokes really quickly, so yep. they'll give us six topics and I'll probably write like 30 or 40 jokes in like an hour and a half. Jesus. So I'll just go and I'll try... Maybe not that many. Maybe like 20, 25 sure. jokes and I'll you know I write like three or four or five or six for each topic really quickly and then I'll sometimes like say them out loud to see what hits best. But yeah. lately... He's encouraging me to not even run them by him at all because he's like, you, your instincts are, are sometimes better than I'll give you the advice to just go out there and wing it. There you go. And then Chelsea will often cut me off right before a punchline and <laughs> ask me something about my outfit or my sex life or something. And yeah, but that's part of the dynamic that people have now mm-hmm. come to like. Yeah, we just ran into a, to a Mr. Belding a minute ago, Dennis Haskins. Yeah, and right. He was asking me about my penis. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, and let's the topic. Let our listeners, let our listeners uh, be privy to the fact that that's 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 what's great about Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You can be coming to the yeah. John Lovett Studio to do a podcast, yeah. and go, oh hey, there's Mr. Belding. And by the way, our last interaction was him talking about my penis, yeah, on yeah. Twitter. And it's something that makes your grandma proud. Yeah. <laughs> the only way she'd be prouder if you were like, hey, grandma, I ran into Tori from Say by the Bell, who wore mm-hmm. the leather jacket and the motorcycle. Nobody I totally forgot. I totally that? forgot about Tori. Tori. I don't know who that is. Tori. They they, they, they yeah. They brought her in. She was kind of the manly, like more tomboy chick. Tomboy chick. Still 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 hot. It's, w- she was, she was, she was alright. She wanted to be hotter. She uh, I think Lisa. Uh, no, Lisa was always there. Kelly stepped out for a little bit. She did a little bit. Here's the weird thing about the Say by the Bell is uh, Elizabeth uh, Berkeley. Berkeley? Yeah. Couldn't have been less attractive on that show. I didn't find her attractive for no. one second. Right. And her first thing after that show is showgirls. Is like, like, couldn't have been more turned on by her. Right. Sure. Well, how does that work? She just was a great. It must be a brilliant actress. She I pulled think off this like that director feminist. was watching her in those uh, uh, those middle school shirts. I mean, like those. Are I want to tear that shit off. There are some tits under there. I yeah. think it was the tits that made it work. Yeah. Personally, it's also well, her <laughs> licking the pole and yeah. flop fish and flop the act, fish and fucking the in the pool. It's a great movie. Is there? Tina oh, Gershon ain't nothing to slouch at, right? Oh, dude. I love how it was critically panned, and now sort of over time, it's become this film that's like kind of you got to see it. You know what I mean? And th- yeah. I think there's something about, and I don't know if it's it's probably a little creepy, but when child stars grow up, mm-hmm. there's something mm-hmm. like really naughty about oh, about yeah. watching sure. a movie there's this fucking where... webster porn you gotta see and it is <laughs> fucking hot dude as soon as raven simone like started you could tell like there was a bra strap there yeah good night <sighs> yeah it's actually a really that's a joke by the way nothing in my body is sexually attracted to raven simone <laughs> no, I agree. not even the name raven simone or, actually, and yeah. she's not attracted to you because you're male and like <laughs> she and, a lesbian and yeah, she you know? probably should never have done that really aggressive a uh, violent sex film called That's So Rapin. She should have not done that. <laughs> that's so rapin. You know what? She should have not done that. Because that's you know inappropriate to make a joke about That's that. not a pre-planned joke. No. And, that, and that's fantastic, <laughs> thing, no, no, And that's just a little taste of how... That's so rapin'. That's so rapin'. <laughs> yeah. 
We have to make that show now. Who's <laughs> <laughs> who's yeah, According to who? I mean, based on <laughs> See, the that, joke. That's where your life takes a turn, Brad. I was nervous to make the joke, and then Brad's no, like, no, no. Like, I want that to show. happen. We have a new mission in our lives. Yes. All right, who plays the dad, though? <laughs> who was the dad? The original. Alan oh, Thicke, so I don't remember. Alan Thicke. Uh, <laughs> Raven? Come on. Raven. At one time, speaking of Weird Hollywood Experiences, hey, Mike. played a game show for two straight nights in Alan Thicke's living room. That's fantastic. Of his actual house. Wait, what? I've heard he's a cool dude. Yeah. Neil Brennan told me to go to, to Alan Thicke's house. Yeah, and you go. To help, and I go. Sure. And he was developing this game show, and literally there's all these hot girls in there that I think Alan Thicke maybe has like banged in the past. I hope so. But his wife was there. It was really weird. And like literally there's like a mailbox in front of it that says The Thicks. Which is just sounds strange. <laughs> and you wow. walk in, there's like the best artichoke I've ever had in my life. And like, you remember Bruce the artichoke stick? Oh, yeah. Alan Thicke is known for his salt artichoke It was amazing. And his hot stripper. It friends. was amazing. <laughs> and he was like, Ben, it's great having you here in my home. <laughs> Wonderful having you in this game show. You guys are the future. You and your buddy Gareth are the future of comedy. And then, cut to like a year later, this is like a few months ago, I was at... Uh, Dane invited me to this event for the launch of the Beauty Book. It's an awesome book to to support raising money for for brain cancer yeah. uh, charities. And um, we went across the street afterwards to the Roosevelt, and we get a table. We're hanging out with all these like big celebrities, and the table the bottle was purchased by Robin Thicke. Alan Thicke's son. The, the kid. He's, he's, he's a singer. He's had a yeah. thick weekend, didn't you? Yeah, it really <laughs> From was. From top to bottom. And he starts, tell, he starts doing an impression of his dad. It was a brilliant impression of his dad. He's like, I'm like, I met your dad at a game show. And he's like, it was probably great to meet you <laughs> in my living room. But then he and I were both competing for a girl. Competing we were both things. hitting on a girl. Oh shit! And um, now he now he's a crooner, so he's definitely got a little advantage over you. Yeah, that, he's also way. married. He wasn't trying to hook up. He oh. was just trying to like flirt, and mm -hmm. he would pay for the bottle. And I think he didn't love the fact that I was there competing with him. And it was uh, it was a well known girl that we were both hitting on and. Now, uh, I'll tell you off air who that was. Was it Elizabeth Berkley? Yeah, I was just going to say. Right. <laughs> yeah, see, I went too far back. You went, you went the appropriate callback length. You went to Raven's Run. I went all the way to Elizabeth Berkeley. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you son of a bitch. We'll be right back with uh, the stuff. That's so raping. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Berkeley. Elizabeth Berkeley. Oh, in fact, I had to hear about this. Elizabeth Berkeley apparently has great tits. Great tits. Yeah, yeah I saw that because I watched the movie where she showed her tits. <laughs> we got a great show coming up for you today. Kevin, you make it coming back on the A lot of people think when you uh, make a joke about a show called Lenzo Rape and the yes, they get the rest of your life to make in that show and uh, Brad Williams made that mistake and that's me in prison. Uh, who wouldn't watch that so raping come on um, just have the just have the girl that I, writes I girls on HBO idea. write it and then, we're, and then we'll be good that's the only one who sure. could write it and get away with it probably exactly we done them. yeah would, could. would you bang her for the story you would yeah for the story would you, would Great you, story. Would you bang her at him She's the lead on that show. The lead, yeah. yeah. The one's got tattoos on the arms, little, little, tattoos. little chunky. No, man, I don't think so. <laughs> you got so sad. <laughs> you just got so sad. Like, well, you see, Adam was at a bachelor party this weekend, and he's seen such high quality ass that now he can't like go back. To I don't know the high quality ass. ass. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have say high quality. I mean, there was, How, there was. Were they hot Mexican hookers? That's the question. Everybody wants to know inquiring minds. I mean, hey, was, they I don't were, know, it we was, were not hookers. We were dancers. You stupid. Yeah, Sometimes things just fall into our hands and mouths. <laughs> and it's what we do during breaks between dances. It does it's not, off the clock. It but does not mean it, we are hookers. Were they hot? No. Ask okay. Me, ask me yeah. down thick. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> can I ask you, were these lovely ladies attractive? Uh... 
No, they were not, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, first of all, let's uh, establish that I was on quite a bit of pot cookie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pot Cookie, great band. Yeah, Pot Cookie. Pot Cookie. I was, I was, I was legitimately freaking out for a little bit, and then we, uh, you know, we walk off the boat. We're walking through. I mean, I don't know if you've been to Encinitas. The the kids nonstop with trying to sell you shit, course, chicklets, course. And, chicklets, and paddle and balls, gum, blankets, and dads and, and drugs. Your name on a grain of rice, which they really <laughs> overvalued the demand of that. Yeah, they think they everybody think, wants one. They of think these. we are. He's your name on a grain of rice, man. But I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> your name's on. I don't even want one of. The, I don't even want one of those fake best actor statues that have yeah. my name on it at City Walk. Why would I want my name in fucking Rice Krispies? Multicolored. <laughs> you know what? It's not even Rice Krispies. If it was no, Rice one Krispies, grade. I, want. I might fucking. If there was a weed in it, but yeah. a multicolored bracelet. A friendship bracelet that's like, look, who would wear this? Well, by the way, uh, my, my buddy who's getting married would wear one because people bought a bunch for him and he wore like 12 of them. They said, like, suck it easy. Mm-hmm. All right. Easy. One was called I'm <laughs> Gay. One was called I'm Gay. One was called Come Dumpster. One was said I'm on a boat, bitches. And the guy, I'm tripping. This was the weirdest part for me. I'm tripping on these pot cookies. And these guys, I'm, at one point, I separated myself from the group. And I'm sitting there watching people walk by. And this one, and they would come up and sell me shit. And I would just, I would just, at one point, I literally, one woman was looking at me going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, no, no. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, no, no, no. And she goes, yeah, yeah. We did that, shaking <laughs> shaking off her signs. I swear, no, I guess, I swear to God, you because you were the catcher. It sort of amused both of us. We did it both of legitimately at least two minutes like me no no her going eh and then she'd pause she'd look back and go eh and I'd go no 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 I'd shake it off and then she started to smile and laugh and I was like that's fucking great man you understand the comedic uh, you know, shit that's going down here. <laughs> She's a human being, Adam. After 20 minutes of you guys going back and forth, you know, man, she got the joke. But she was trying to sell me bracelets that said "Come Dumpster" and "Suck It Easy" on it. And then one guy comes up and I go, "Hey, what are those bracelets?" He goes, "Yeah, we got, we got, we got Come Dumpster and I'm on a boat, bitch." And he was reading all of them. And he's like, "I'm gay." And I was like, "What's that last one?" He's like, "I'm gay." And then I go, "And what was the top one?" He goes, "Come Dumpster, I'm gay." And I one, like, it's like one on repeat. And then. And then you're like, that's hilarious. No mention. And he's like, you fucking buy one on Ethereum, bro. <laughs> but here's the deal now, man. I see you talking to yourself, going, oh, pot cookie. I freak out right now. If you don't buy cum dumpster, I make you cum dumpster. I will really be gay, bro. And this woman will be laughing, and she will be getting the joke again well, for the right reason. She will be getting the joke for the right reasons, my I friend. I tell you, when you come inside here, you buy four cum dumpster bracelets. Four of them. And then you come inside, you have 15 shots of tequila for $2, and then I rape you, bro. If you tell me you can find a better deal somewhere else, go for you. And then I fucking kill you <laughs> before you get there. Target. This season, come buy our new towels and candles. Slashing prices. <laughs> Subway. Now introducing the new Mediterranean melt. I used fuck. to paying $3 for cum dumpster bracelets. Now we're two, $2.95. We come dumps for five cent discount sales every summer here at Mexican Target. What? El Tarjeto Mexicano. <laughs> What's the craziest uh, bachelor party you've been on? Because this was nuts for me. That's what my voice is like yeah. this right now. Water slides, booze, food, nonstop, dancing. I was up every, I mean, I barely slept. Craziest Karaoke. One. Did karaoke. Juroki makes its return. Sing Sweet Caroline, brought the house down. Oh, that go. doesn't sound too crazy. I mean, I'll be honest. That sounds normal. Ben, I'll ben, be uh, ben, there's a lot of stuff I'm not going to talk about for the sake of the podcast. Sure. For the sake of my family. Let's just say this. <laughs> Maybe a certain family member of mine or a friend was getting married, and we ordered up the the dancers to the room, to the suite we were at, at the right. hotel, which is always a mistake because it's much, much more expensive, and you don't get as good of a... Is sure. It? If you, yeah. so you, you, you had them go straight from... 
from job A to job B. Right. But they did put a dildo chin strap on this person. <laughs> Already a great then, story. And then, Already and a great then story. Dildo chin strap. Their album dropped chin, next week. <laughs> which really was like, wow. it brought up so many imageries of Jay Leno. And I got to <laughs> say, the dildo chin strap was a little bit tight. <laughs> uh, right now, they're, uh, they're uh, fucking my chin and it feels great. So, you know, it, uh, we all have stories. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Stories. Now, those, what a great way to just kind of be like, yeah, yeah. let's just uh, let's just not talk about that. Mm, but we all, but you, you guys have been going back and forth with various uh, J-Lo impressions. Uh, ben, we it's now time for a segment that we've actually kind of gone away from on this show. We haven't uh, done this segment in probably five episodes. But the fans have been tweeting us. They want it back. Mm -hmm. And we have Ben Glebe here. The segment is called uh, Celebrity Serenades. And basically what you do here, Ben, is you do any impersonation mm -hmm. of a celebrity over some soft piano music, sure. and you try to pick up a woman as sure. this celebrity. Who's the woman? Who's going to be the woman? Uh, this first one, I'll play the woman. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll be, be the bartender. I'll be Nicolas Cage. Perfect. You're going to be Nicolas Cage. All right. Can we have some soft Let's piano? Up. Some little... Okay, that's, that's okay. depressing fucking Holocaust music. <laughs> and let's go ahead and mix it up. Did you know that the Liam were the first target in the Holocaust? They were! I did. Midgets were the first target! Yeah. Where's our let's movie? Spread, let's spread that rumor. And and you know why that gets looked over? Why? Because they're very short. <laughs> wow. It's because in the trains when it's in trains when all the Jews' hands were out the window trying to get the water. We you were couldn't see Yeah, we're like down below. Oh, no. Wow. We're down below yeah. going, where's... Throw the hose wow. over here. You guys are down there playing cards. <laughs> Gambling. This Trying to strategize. Jokes Trying to strategize. Ever. They're having like a Muppet Caper type meeting. Mm -hmm. Remember the great Muppet Caper when sure. they all huddle around? Sure. Do we have any uh, piano music, Gint, or do we just have to do it? Uh, do we have to do Celebrity oh, Serenade? Oh, piano music. Acapella. How is it not? This is queued up. We were talking about this 25 minutes ago. <laughs> we, we were. It's been get a while. a piano in here? Can we, we get a piano in here? Can we... Can we get some uh, yeah, man with a life alert costume? What happened? What, somebody, <laughs> have I got into cardiac arrest and I don't know this? Why are you wearing a life alert outfit? Well, how do those commercials usually start again? Are you old? Are you old as shit? Are you, you old as die? fuck? Have you fallen off the couch for no reason just are you because so you stupid? You fucking old person. How about you wear a bracelet? Did you think about? Did you think about outside and shit your pants? <laughs> All senior citizens must wear life alert. Hi, I'm Beatrice Marmalade. When I was 74, <laughs> I fell out of the shower just because I was shaving my pussy. My but name is Marmalade Poop My Pants, and let me tell you something. <laughs> I stopped shaving my pussy 400 years ago because we didn't have shavers or razors back then, and no one's fucking me. Also, time's precious. <laughs> Time is precious. <laughs> is it a commercial for watches? That's right. <laughs> it ends up being a different message in the end of that commercial. Oh, Did no. you know Mitchell were the first to be killed in the Holocaust? <laughs> I'd say random things like this. Wait, wait. I'm elderly. Wait, say shit like that, and then I'll worst. come up with the slogan that you're doing the commercial for. Okay, sure. So say Ramsey is that old senile sure. woman, and then I'll... Have you ever wanted to, to eat tacos, but you realize you're getting a hand job in Mexico? <laughs> this Friday at Jack in the Box, try our new spicy chicken taco. <laughs> all new, all spicy. Just I two for $4. so many library books, I don't know what to do with them, and how can I return them? I don't want to get punished by the librarian. Come down to Sears this Friday and Saturday for our all-new two-for-one book sale. We're selling books about... So you're just going <laughs> random things. You try it. Let's flip the game. All right. And you do there it, you and go. I'll say things. All right. Go for it. Um... Um, well, Here at McDonald's, <laughs> on Fridays, we have Big Mac specials. Big Mac specials. Wait, wait, wait. I like that you said that game. as the strip club DJ. <laughs> Go to the main stage, McDonald's, Big Mac special. Yeah, Big Mac wait, special. Here, Working here the pole right I'll get, now. I'll give you one, ready? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want to wear my blue V-neck or my. Or my... Here at the fuck salon, <laughs> when you come in for a haircut, you get way more. You get fucked. <laughs> the fuck salon. You know, last week I was supposed to play chess with my friend Gary. I'm gonna rape you. <laughs> Here at the rape palace. How much time we got? Four minutes. All right. Do you got? A, do you got a song? All right, let's do it. Celebrity serenades. Nicholas Cage. Oh, there you go. So uh, Brad set it up. You're the bartender. I'm the girl. Nicholas Cage hitting on a woman. Celebrity serenades. Uh, excuse me, miss. Yes. Um, sorry to interrupt you. I know you're no, having a good time. It's but, fine. What's going on? Uh, there's a man right here. And, oh my uh, God, a man. Yeah, and uh, he wants to buy you a drink. Oh my God. Well, we'll see what he has to say to me. Hi. My name's Nicholas Cage. Oh my God, I've totally seen your movies. Looking at you with your skin. So soft. Okay. Like a pea. You're touching me. I want to rub your brisk, brisk skin. My brisket skin? Until it falls off into my hands like shredded beef. Oh my god, I'm so hungry right now. I'm going to rip your face off. Well, that's where I draw the line. Let's do this. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> I'll, uh, that's great. I'll, I'll, that's great. That's great. Of I'll course. Do a cab. Yeah. yeah, let's do another one. Right. Let's give Ben another one. Uh, I'll be. What uh, about? I'll be the bartender. All right. Can I do? What about? Maybe hey. I'll do Bill Clinton this time. Bill Clinton. Okay. Perfect. Sure. Um. Excuse me, sweetheart. Uh. Yes. Uh. I got a man here. Who would like to buy you a drink. That's cool. Oh. That, uh, lovely. I love alcohol. Well. You're uh, great. Here Hi. Oh, hello. I'm not just a man. I used to run the whole fucking world. You used to run the whole fucking world. You want to suck my dick? Well, uh, uh, you're 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 a little older. I'm I'm not used to dating someone this old. Here's here's the story. I want you to suck my dick. Wow. You're gonna get down. The way you're the, gonna suck my fucking dick. The way you say it when you protrude your thumb out like that, almost like it's a little mini penis. See this little thumb? Yeah. You can suck on that to warm up. Then you gonna suck my dick, sir? I'm gonna have to uh, step in here. Uh, are you chastising this, this, this young woman? No, 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 no. The president of the United States. No, 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 sir. Um, she's waiting for her mother. She's 11 I'm years the old. Leader of the free world. <laughs> yeah, okay. She's got a Girl Scout uniform on. Clearly, I don't get my dick sucked at home. <laughs> and that is celebrity <laughs> with Ben Glebe. Ah, uh, Ben Glebe, it's been a blast having you. <laughs> You've been uh, blasting has been, guys. Yeah, you've been a great guest. Uh, why don't you go ahead and plug anything that you want to plug right now? Go for it. I'd like to plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Could you Possible. <laughs> I like to lob softballs. You know, balls. I thought we got far enough back that it was a like Elizabeth Berkeley lob balls. You could have got yeah. Elizabeth Berkeley. Yeah, but you know what? Ra Raven Simone is clearly uh, solidified herself as the popular callback. It's a great callback. It's a great callback. Yeah. It's a great callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as plugs go, guys, you know... Where can we find you online, Benjamin? Uh, BenGlebe.com, B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B. You can go follow me at Twitter, at BenGlebe. Got a lot of Twitter at Twitter. Follows. I got some. I got a few of them. Mm -hmm. um, you can see you on Chelsea Lately anytime. Chelsea Lately. I'll, 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 I'll be on, 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 the, on the 10th of Perfect. this great month. Uh, insane or Inspired, Sci-Fi, July... We didn't even talk about that. Oh, every Friday. Every Friday, Ben Glebe. Adam and I are both on the show. Insane or inspired? You guys were both on a show that oh, we didn't yeah. talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah making yeah. fun of crazy YouTube videos. Yes, man. but we'll nice. be back yes. to twelve more episodes. And Ice Age Four <laughs> coming out July thirteenth. And uh, please subscribe to my podcast, Last Week on Earth, on the Smodcast Network. Uh, yeah. You can there find you me at, at, at Adam Ray Comedy. All my videos AdamRayTV.com. Please continue to listen and download about last night on iTunes. Uh, mm -hmm. And Brad and I will be at the Ontario Improv this 
Thursday yeah. through Sunday, 5th through the 8th. This, yeah, 5th through the 8th, Ontario Improv, come on out, Inland Empire, and next week on the About Last Night podcast, we're going to have two very special guests. We're going to have porn stars Jaden Cole and Jaden James, who have their own uh, podcast here on the Toad Hop Network called Sex Squad. And if you guys want to call in next week with your sex questions to be answered by a Jew, porn stars, or a midget, yeah. sex queens. We're, we've got all the fetishes covered next week. This has been the About Last Night oh. show. Oh, oh we got to we we read somebody okay. okay. home. The, uh, up coming up next on the Toad Hop Network, three is too much from four to five. Drinking games. Uh, a lot of fun drinking games. Oh, you hear about this? Full house. And birthday merriment make this episode of Three is Too Much a musty. Also, Justine uh, Don the tiara. So that's something to listen to. A tiara. We'll be right back with Raven Simone. <laughs> this has been the Fully About new. Last Night Show. Please remember our names in the morning. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.